people welcome to bread of mma roasted podcast i'm here with dan the hitman moret is it moray or moret 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 the man the myth the legend uh great fighter ufc veteran bellator veteran king of the cage veteran uh fought in every promotion rfa fought over in england like beat their champion right over in england uh no i fought in uh, abu dhabi abu dhabi for what uh, organization UAE Warriors. Got it. And you beat the guy from Finland, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Who's a good guy? Who's a good fighter? Really good fighter. Yeah, um, he's you. Yep. Yeah, he, the guy's got a win over Mitch Clark, my buddy Mitch. Um, and here we are with Dan Moret. He can't figure out Zoom <laughs> or how. Not the brightest guy, but a great fighter. Uh, I met him when he was in Arizona. And then he was traveling. I think you were like in Minnesota for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm originally from. Yep. Nice. You ever train with uh, with Brock or Gable Stevenson or Jacob Volkman or any of those guys? Yeah, Volkman a bunch. He uh, he violated me a lot when I was first coming up. <laughs> How's he? Is he is he is he a teacher now? Or didn't he get kicked out? Didn't he have like Obama? Did he want to like beat up Obama or something? And the Secret Service came to his house. Yeah, the FBI called him and stuff. He uh, he said a few things that he you know about the president. They didn't like that, so he. he said one thing that was like funny and the coach my coach greg nelson up there who's an excellent coach he was like all right cool you know that was funny and it worked just leave it at that and then he kept going back to it <laughs> well it is you know you got to keep topping yourself you can't you know it's like i i know that as a comic you can't just have one big joke you got to get the next one next one but but uh bulk was doing okay and then mike richmond was there right isn't he like the marine richmond isn't he from there also yeah yep same gym he uh He's still training, doing bare knuckle now, and uh, doing really well in that man. That and that falls right in line with him. That's perfect for his uh, style. Yeah, he beat up um, Dakota Cochran, and Dakota was looking like a monster. I mean, he he is a monster. Dakota, you know, beat Johnny Hendricks, then he beat Chris Lieben, and then Mike Marie Richmond just like like floored him like three times in the first and twice in the second. It was that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, Mike's a, a nasty puncher and. All right, so now the sound's gone too. Uh, before we, I, you had no video, and now is it working? Your sound? Uh, okay, here we go. You're entering the room. Here we go. So now, now I have two hitmans uh, on my screen. Okay, so I'm gonna get rid of this one. Uh, all right, remove that one, and here you are. Boom. So once you're there, there you go. Now, Dan, you here? Yep. All right. So, but let's talk about you, man, because you had a fight. I think it was last week or two weeks ago against Spike Carlisle, and uh, I'm like, this fight's going to be bananas. I know the way Spike fights, the way you fight, and it was an awesome fight, and you heard him. You were kicking his ass 
for two rounds. I mean, you could have eaten Cruz, uh, the last one. It was almost a 10-8 round, I think, the second one. It could have been a 10-8 round. And then it was a weird – it was like almost like a wrestling reversal. Where he just kind of uh, like a, hit like a switch on you or something and, and, uh, and then choked you out. Uh, what's going on? How do you feel about all that? Uh, you know, obviously that's disappointing. To, to, to lose in any fashion sucks. To get put out definitely sucks. You know, uh, never been submitted before. And I guess this is a technical submission, so, you know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really submit. Um, but uh, to lose like that in a fight, like you said, like you're winning, you know what I mean? I won those first two rounds easy. I was just – I mean, I've never kicked the tar out of a guy so much and had him still be there, you know. Usually <laughs> guys are done before that, so uh, hats off to him for – for being that tough one and having the wherewithal to pull that off, you know, like you said, I kind of, uh, and obviously Monday morning quarterback, it's pretty easy to say, man, I was in the half guard, just pound on him. Should have stayed there. You're up two and a half rounds. Like, you know, you could have coasted. I could have just laid there or ran away literally and won the fight. But, uh, you know, that's not how I fight. I was in there to try to finish that guy and put him away. And basically the entire fight, I felt like I was a second away from getting him out of there. So. I mean, you were, um, I don't even know how I would even feel if I were you because, it wasn't like you got dominated or you were losing or it was literally like he won 15 seconds of that fight. I mean, there were a couple of times he, he caught you early, but, but he basically, I mean, you won, you know, 99% of that fight. It was just one reversal on a choke. Do you, were you tired? Or was it, was it slippery or what was, was, what was the case there? Oh yeah. I mean, I was exhausted. I was on the gas the whole fight, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was literally chasing him around the cage, just thumping him with everything I had. Um, you know, and was super tired and it was just, you know, uh, in those instances, it's just like, you make little split second decisions. And, uh, like you said, I tried to mount him and then he escaped out the back and for whatever reason, being tired is like, well, instead of just kicking away and, and, you know, getting out of there and resetting, I tried to inverted triangle, which is, you know, <laughs> what's the likelihood of you getting that? Not very good. Uh, you know, and he ends up on top. And he had been on my back earlier in the fight and I was able to just get my hips high and slide him off and buck him and, and do that. And I tried to do that right away. Um, cause the choke was on, you know, it was on, but it wasn't super tight. You know what I mean? It took a while for me to go out because the choke wasn't fully on there. I had my chin tucked. So I figured I was able to, to buck him forward and lose him over the top. And, uh, man, he, somehow he still had the strength to get those hooks in just enough to stay on my back and, and kept it. And then by the time I switched to try to fight the hands, you know, it, it was too late. I'm fighting underneath. And then uh, next thing I know, they're telling me, roll over to your side, roll over to your side. And you wake up and you're like, well, what the hell are you talking about? Roll to my side. And you quickly realize when you don't understand what happened, you're like, oh, okay, I know what happened now. So looking back, you would have stayed in Mount the whole time. Or you would have stayed in his, in his, in his guard the whole time, half guard. Yeah, I mean, I should have just stayed there in the half guard. I was thumping him up, you know what I mean, and just let him make a mistake instead of me trying to advance there. But, of course, that's easy to say I was afterwards because, you know, I, I had him hurt, and I, he's bleeding from those noses smashed up, and he's cut and everything else. And I figured, man, if I, if I can just pass here and get to the mount, I'm going to start pounding on him. He's going to turn, and I'm going to take his neck. I'm, I had a couple submission attempts on him earlier in the fight. And, uh, man, the dude just tough as nails. He's got a big cinder block for a head, and uh, – takes a good punch you know and a knee and it was a great fight I mean it was an amazing fight I don't think your stock went down in the fight honestly because I mean if I'm Scott Coker I'm like this was the most entertaining fight we've had probably all year uh Dan goes for it I'm gonna give I'm get him back in there immediately uh and give him more money that's what I'm thinking I mean of course they're gonna do the opposite because it's Bellator but but uh but I'm like there's no way and and Spike Carlisle is a name 
and and you were and you didn't get dominated. You didn't get outclassed. You didn't get outstruck. You made one simple mistake that you know because you were trying to to impress the fans, I guess, or because you're that you know you have that warrior instinct. So if, if I'm like your coach and I'm I'm coaching somebody that happens, I'm like, listen, one little mistake, fix it in practice. You know, great fight. Is that what your coach told you? Yeah, and then you know it was nice to hear that from Bellator after the fight, and they said the same thing. They said, hey, look, obviously. You know, it sucks because you were ranked, and with the loss, you're going to, you know, you'll slide out. I was ranked 10th um, at the time. And they said, you know, you'll slide out of the rankings, but you lose no stock with us. You know, you put on fights like that. It's like, that's what people pay to see. That's what we want to have. You know, you're not in there squeaking out fights, holding on to guys' legs, you know what I mean, wrestling people or doing whatever, which, I mean, I love wrestling, and it's obviously part of it. But, you know, I, I went in there to put on a show. And, then like, the two fights I've had in Bellator have been exciting fights for the whole time. I gave them almost, you know, 30 minutes of, of real action the entire way. So it's like, well, they like, hey, look, you're exactly what we're looking for. Is a guy who goes for it, a guy who's well-rounded, has skills, and, and who's exciting. You know, this is what people want to watch. And the fans were on their feet in that stadium the whole time. They're going nuts the whole way. It's like, that's what people pay to see. So, you know, as soon as, we, as, soon as you're ready to go, we'll get you back in there. And, uh, you know, that's what we're after, just getting in there. Putting that fight on the prelims. I mean, that fight should have been the co-main event. If that fight was the co-main event, Everyone would have been like, you got to watch Bellator right now. Oh, my God. Like, that, like, why would they bury that in the prelims? I don't know. You just beat Godi Yamiuchi, who was, like, what, ranked third at one point? I think he fought for a title. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that, that was a mistake on their part. And that, I think their main card wasn't even that good. It was weird. It was a weird card. Was it, it was Cyborg, right? Uh, it was Pettis and Gucci uh, fought for the title. Yeah, yeah, other decent fights on there but you know with the opponent switches and stuff was probably why they moved it back if i if i fight my original opponent then it's probably it's a main card fight you know and it slid back and you know it's, it's stuff for them it's like they never know which fight's gonna be great or which one's gonna be boring there's no way you versus spike carlisle yeah yeah there's no way this is gonna be a boring fight no no no, no. so you're staying in bellator yeah, yeah, we got a couple fights left on the uh the contract and ready to get back in there as soon as we can so Good, good, good. Now, did you – I mean – and I think that if you're going to lose – first of all, you don't ever want to lose. But if you're going to lose, you took – I mean, you took some punches, but you, did you ever get rocked in that fight? Were you ever seeing stars? No. You know, I, I mean, he hit me good uh, a couple of times, but most of them I saw coming. I, I was the one pressing the action. He was sort of defensively just throwing bombs off the fence. So I was able to kind of take him off the side of the head or whatever and never was really hurt at all in the fight. So – you know, I'm right back into training and, and going right away. You know what I mean? So I didn't really take shots. I was like, oh, you know, you got to take a little time or whatever. And, you know, you get choked out. Obviously, that sucks. You get a suspension from that. But, you know, people get choked out in practice all the time. So it's not uh, not obviously as bad as getting knocked out. So we're ready to go. And did you do your camp over at uh, at Fight Ready or at uh, – you did Fight yep. Ready? Yeah. Got it, got it. And who was in your corner for the fight? Uh, Santino DeFranco is a uh, – jiu-jitsu coach kind of one of the head coaches for yeah. um fight and uh my teammate jj who's uh an awesome up-and-coming uh young amateur super good guy and just a great teammate so he was a good look uh all week for me to just get my reps in and train with and stuff so um those dudes that help out a lot like that the young guys who are, who are part of camps i was you know i wanted to bring him with obviously to get my work in during fight week but also you know to let him get the experience of, of being part of a, a big fight you know to get to go to bellator event and to see all that all goes and and be part of it because he'll be up there you know sooner than later have you seen uh john jones here jim yeah 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 he's in training moving around uh getting that Cejudo training so 
it's been interesting, man. And, and what a fun, like a fun dude, you know, just a super nice, like friendly uh, guy. Uh oh, uh oh, how much fun are we talking about? <laughs> uh, we haven't had too much fun yet, but we'll see how that goes. You know, have you uh, sparred with him? No, we we just messed around a little bit because I was doing rounds and they were working and doing something, and uh, I grabbed the stool. And uh, I was like, dude, I need to sit on this. You know what I mean? I'm doing rounds here in between my rounds. I took the stool. And, hey, you know, Henry's like, hey, man, no, no, we need a stool. I was like, no, I'm doing rounds or whatever. And then so John and I were kind of joking a little bit afterwards. And we started tussling around and uh, grabbed the hold of him and, and got him a little choke, you know, and was doing stuff to him. So that's all that we've really messed around yet. But um, you talk about John you know. Jones practice. I like it. That's going to be the headline for the, uh, for the podcast is that you, uh, Dan the Hitman, chokes out John Jones. Uh, <laughs> And I mean, now your gym is like a solid gym. I mean, just you got, you know, you, you got the, the zombie, you got uh, Henry there. Uh, you have, the, uh, the, you know, Zhang Welly is there. Um, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of, you know, hot, the Pitbull brothers, right? Yeah, they come in every once in a while. Kevin Gaslam just moved over with us. Um, yeah, so, you know, we're, the gym's improving a ton. We have a ton of good guys, Bellator, UFC, PFL um all the big organizations really in, in a huge stable of, of up-and-comers and lfa and uh combate america and those kind of uh promotions as well and then it's becoming sort of a like a super camp you know the the owners are like all right if we're gonna do this and we're gonna fully invest in it so the gym itself is awesome to start with you know what i mean it's a beautiful facility in scott sailor's owner so then to have it kind of getting redone, we're doing everything over, kind of rearranging some things and, and really making it big. So we expect uh, the team to only grow from here. Did they tell everyone, all right, listen, guys, uh, John Jones wants to train here. Show of hands. Who – it was like a vote. Did you guys vote him in? Or, uh, or, or did they say, listen, you're not allowed to stay to – to hang out with him? Like, did they have a list of people that can't talk to him or anything? Or, like – Yeah, half the team, they said, you guys are enough trouble anyways. You, uh, you can't take him out or do anything. It's only us that go, like, hiking and go off in the woods. Like, take him out there your shenanigans so he doesn't get in any trouble and somebody else is designated driver the whole time, too. Really? So. Really? No. no. Was, there, was there a bunch of shady steroid dealers that showed up, like, in, like, trench coats that were, like, kind of weird guys with the black hats? That were, like, all of a sudden they're here? No? Like, hey, is John around? Did they ask him? They're trying to, get, you know, yeah, that things? Buff dudes who live in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is most of – uh, young guys here are just juiced to the gills or yeah out looking for him trying to uh be his new new source i guess trying to corrupt them uh but no i mean look i uh, everyone that i know that like pretty much hangs out with john or john, they say he's a real nice fun humble guy i think he's just like anyone else has demons and just has access to to, to those demons you know a lot of people want to do the things he does and uh <laughs> And, but I'm, I'm obviously I'm not talking about the domestic abuse charges or whatever that. I'm, that's a whole separate thing. I'm talking about I'm talking about like the partying and the coke and the, you know, whatever strippers and stuff. A lot of people want to have those those type of fun things and they just can't. A lot of people do that. They just don't have the platform to get in trouble for it and get seen. You know, they get caught. Those that they got arrested and right. we're doing partying or whatever. And yeah. you know, I mean, thing is like, hey, the guy's done it and he's been getting away with it. You know, if he was a superstar in the sport 50 years ago, you'd never know about all this stuff he was doing. He's like, man, best. he works so hard. He's the, he's, the, he's the greatest. He's up in the mountains training by himself and, and putting in these amazing camps because look at the shape he's in. It's like, you know, you would never know that he's out running around doing whatever, hardly training and <laughs> taking whatever he can get his hands on or doing whatever he's doing. Social media or TMZ during like the 86 Mets 
or the, the Chicago Bears or the, the Dallas Cowboys back in the day. Uh, yeah. You know, it was – forget about it. I mean, you know, so now it's just like it, – it, it is what it is. Um, now, when you went back to the gym, uh, were guys, did guys offer you, like, advice or say good fight or, man, tough loss or was it kind of weird or what, what happens when, when you have a fight like that and you go back to the gym? Uh, you know, everybody's super cool and they just, you know, they say, Hey, you know, fuck dude, you put on a hell of a show. Great fight. Nobody, the only people that offer you advice or, or criticize you are people that you could kick the shit out of easily. <laughs> the only people that are on my social media, like, Oh, you're a black belt and you got choked out or "Oh, you didn't fight the hands or you do this. That. I was like, the only people saying that can't fight for shit, you know, right. funny enough. Anybody who can actually kick my ass doesn't, you know, they understand. They, they, they know, like, oh, man, it's how it goes when you're in a 13-minute just full-on-the-gas kind of a fight and you're just trading blows with somebody. Sometimes you screw something up, you know, and, and it's like, yeah, it sucks. Shitty to deal with. You know what I mean? This interview is a lot cooler if I fucking knock that dude out in one. One more of those punches lands. Yeah, but, I I wanna, yeah, but you know what, man? I, I, I hear you, but also, like, I'm like, you know, I, I don't want to just interview the person who just fucking knocks everyone out and runs. You know what I'm saying? It's like, for me, it's yeah. like, and I don't, I don't want you to think I'm only going to interview you if you fucking knock people out either. Because the fuck is, what was it say about me? Yo, I, I only want the guy who wins because it's like, fuck that, dude. This is life. You know, yeah. uh, plus a lot of guys, when they win, they don't talk to me anyway. They're fucking too big. <laughs> All of a sudden, I can't reach them for interviews. Well, and some guys who get choked out wouldn't want to do interviews or talk to people either, but it's just yeah. one of those things like, all right, that happened to me. And, yeah. and like, well, what do you do about it? Do I hide and run? Do I cry? Do I break shit, you know, or, or do whatever? It's like, well, that doesn't change anything. It's like, well, I got to deal with it. You know, if you put in perspective, it's like, well, my life's still pretty good. I woke up today and a professional athlete and I get to do whatever I want every day. You know what I mean? It was like, I, I live a great life. And this is just a lesson I'll have for myself and for people I train and coach in the future and stuff. I was like, Hey, look, you got to deal with stuff. You know, like sometimes shit sucks. I got cut from the UFC 32 years old. That sucked. I didn't know if I was going to fight anymore. I had to have a real conversation with myself. Like, Hey, are we going to do this or, or are we going to have to be done? And then I work my way back and I win a huge fight and you know, I get back in the bell tour. I'm like, man, I, I pull off a huge one and I'm, I'm, things are going great. And now I'm going to work my way up into the top five and I'm going to get a title shot. And we're going to have a million dollar tournament and all these things are great. And it's like, nope, you're kicking the shove, dude. And then you fucked it up and you got choked unconscious. All right. Now I got to deal with that. It's like, cool. Well, I, I, I'm built for that. I can do it. Yeah, it sucks. You know what I mean? I'm going to go home for the holidays and got to see all my old friends and shit. It's like, yeah, a little tougher that you got choked unconscious, but Okay, I can deal with that. Football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet Online has you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Okay? Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. You got to head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. It's not just football, okay? Bet Online has pro and college hoops. They got NHL, they got boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. All right, let's get back to the podcast. You know, I, I didn't even remember how you. I, I didn't remember how you lost. To be honest, I, I had to look back. I had to look back and see. 
I remember the fucking amazing fight. And, uh, and I, I thought maybe you tapped. And I was like, oh, maybe he did get, maybe he did get cut. So it's just, I don't think anyone is going to remember that you getting choked unconscious. I think people are going to remember maybe the comeback of Spike and like the heart on him, but also the fact that you kicked the shit out of him two and a half rounds. Um, you know, uh, but, but also, well, number one, I had to say like the same principle goes for comedy. The only people that want to give you comedy advice, people that never done comedy. It's, it's never the guy doing better than you that like, Oh, you, this sucks or whatever. Like, Oh, that's not funny. Like he's never going to tell you like what you should have done or, or what, what I should have done. Or maybe he will, but, but it's not like, it's the guys who literally always wanted to do comedy, never had the balls to do it. that want to like tell you that blah, 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 how bad you are or whatever. But also for you, you, um, your first UFC fight was against Gilbert Burns. I mean, they, you've never had anything easy. I mean, no. you, Literally, they threw against Gilbert Burns. Your first fight in, yeah. And I mean, half half my professional fights have been against guys who have been in the UFC. So you know, I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting cans. I'm not asking crazy fights. Yeah. I fought Burns' first fight in the UFC, ten days notice. I fought uh, guilty third rank guy in Bellator, first fight in Bellator, ten days notice. You know, I'm not asking for easy fights. I don't want easy fights. I said yes to three guys in the last month for this fight. You know, and and literally, I end up with Spike Collins, who's like, that's literally a wild card. Coming in the last time, I was like, well, you're going to, okay, it's this tall, rangy striker. Okay, now it's this Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Okay, now it's this guy who just comes in and goes crazy, throws bombs, spins around like a psychopath. Uh, will you fight him? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll fight him. Oh, and it's at a catch weight. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Like, I'll do it. Yeah, let, let's go, you know. So, it, it's just something to deal with, you know what I mean? It's kind of it, that's that's the journey, and that's the fun part about this sport. It's like geez, it's wild. It's not like oh, next week we're playing the Steelers, and it's definitely the Steelers, and they do the. <laughs> nope. Throwing the fucking Raiders last minute. That's that's true. Uh, what do you think of uh, Pena and her upset over uh, Nunez? Crazy. Well, and it was. I mean, the interesting thing to me was. <sighs> Nunez saying, well, you know, I just, I wasn't myself and I wasn't, I wasn't in here tonight. You know, I just didn't feel it. And I wasn't there. Cause I, I mean, anybody who's fought enough has felt that where it's like, fuck, can we do this tomorrow night? Cause I'm just not into it right now. And sometimes that sucks when it's the world title fight. I was like, man, that's crazy. She won that. She said it, you know, and to me, that's not an excuse. Like that really does happen and you feel it. And I'm like, I just couldn't believe that she won. She was landing those shots and she was landing clean shots too they were just trading and that Pena took hers and then she hurt you know a man enough to get her down and two was like man to see her tap from that and again from somebody who just got choked myself I'm like man she didn't really defend or do nothing either you know what I mean she <laughs> she was like in a weird spot and then she tapped and it was interesting to see both her and Dustin both tap which I don't criticize anybody you know what I mean that hey listen they both got <laughs> incredible careers. Who, who's in a position to judge them? But to see them both tap like that to chokes and to go out, you know, especially Amanda, where it was like, man, there wasn't – she wasn't in a spot where she couldn't defend. There was a, a few different options of defense there, and she didn't go to any of them. That was interesting to me. You know, I was like, holy cow, what a what an upset. And uh, good for Pena. You know? Yeah. I think she was exhausted. I mean, she, I don't think she has been that exhausted in a long time. Uh, and I, I think she's wanted out of there. I mean, what do you think of Pena's coach, Rick Little, said they're working on a new choke and that it's, th it's a different type of choke, and that's why she taps so well. Uh, do, you, do you buy that? It was just like... <laughs> it's uh, a rear naked choke you don't have all the way in and you're just smashing their jaw? Like, yeah. You, you, like, 
can't hear like what it does happen you can will choke somebody like that just forcing their jaw into their own neck yeah sure um is that a new choke or a technique is like no you just kind of end up there right. <laughs> got it got it gonna crush it you know that's nothing new you can watch dan severn do that 20 years ago um and then as far as uh your old teammate was uh o'malley right you train over there yep yeah yeah you know i i've always thought he was good i just was like always a little like i'm still wondering what's gonna happen when he faces an ncaa wrestler like a like a division one high level wrestler because it seems like he keeps going up against strikers, but man, is he passing these tests? Uh, did you? Did you? Were you saw. I mean, you train with a guy. Is he as good as everyone's saying he is? Yeah, he is, and his ground game is good too, and it's gotten a lot better. Um, you know, I, I haven't been on the same team as him for a while, but I do go to uh, his coach Tim Welch has his own gym, um, and I'll go there and roll around with the guy sometimes. Last time I was there, I was very surprised at how much better Sean was. Because obviously I'm significantly bigger than him. Uh, I have a, you know a lot of experience on his stuff, but not easy to get a hold of him again. You know, and he's gotten a lot better in that area. Um, how does that fare against the D1 wrestler? That's yet to be seen. But as far as the guy's skills and abilities, like he has a natural talent that you can't teach anybody to understand range and distance and, and timing the way he does. Guys just have that or they don't. You know, you can work on it and get better at it, but to the, to the extent he has, like oh, that's a special gift. There's not many guys that have ever had that. You know, you look at Izzy or, uh, you know, Anderson Silva, different guys who are just able to move out of the way of punches and hit other guys when they don't think they can get hit. And Sean hits them, and he hits them clean and has incredible power for a skinny little lanky guy who, you know, looks like a yeah. dork with goofy hair. He's also, like, a lot bigger than these guys, it seems like. Like, he seems like a foot taller than these guys. I don't know how much weight he's cutting. He does a great job because he never seems to have trouble on the scales. Uh but, man, um, but I remember watching him. I remember going – I think Lauren Murphy invited me down to, to watch you guys train one time. And I remember watching him and I going, holy shit, this dude is doing exactly what he does in, in sparring. He's sparring like he's fighting. It's just like he's doing some crazy, like, karate move thing. Uh, and it was very fun to watch because everyone was, do, was not doing that. And then I remember thinking of how good, you know, you guys were over there at uh, the lab because I remember watching Ben Henderson just do rounds against, you know, Johnny Case, like these high-level guys, and he was dominating everybody. I mean, Ben Henderson was – and he was beating people up while telling his wife what, like, groceries to get. Like, literally, like, punching guys in the face going, hey, make sure you pick up the kids and uh, get Cocoa Pops for the – and I'm like, what the fuck? And I – and he, everybody, he was fucking everybody up. Um, and I remember, one, holy shit. And this is when I also, uh, Drakkar was there. It was, a, it was a good squad. I think you were there uh, at that time. And then when I saw Ben Henderson just get, like, fucked up by Michael Chandler, uh, you go, holy shit, man. Like, a guy like that, who I just saw beat everybody at a high level, gets fucked up. There. And maybe he's not doing what he did in the gym, in the, in the, in the fights, or maybe Chandler's that good. But it really blew my mind as to the levels of, of, of UFC athletes or MMA yeah. athletes. Yeah. Well, and that's just one of those things like, you know, maybe he doesn't show up that day or whatever. It's just not his night. But, man, there's you're not going to find guys that work harder than Benson. He goes all the rounds. If, if coach would let him, he would do every single one, you know. And, I mean, I don't know how many rounds I've done with that guy in the cage, you know. But if it was 50, he won at least 48 of them. <laughs> yeah. That was 
and he's an animal and he's a machine. He'll, he'll give everybody rounds. Oh, what stance do they need? Oh, he wants the, oh, this guy's fighting as a wrestler. Okay. I'll wrestle. Oh, he's a kickboxer. I'll kickbox. Oh, right-handed. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. You know, so what an, he's an incredible teammate and, and obviously a great, great fighter. Um, and man, it's interesting to see where he'll go and what'll happen to him. Cause he's, he lost a few in a row now, still ranked up high, but the guys he's losing to are, are very good and he's losing close fights. Or he's so, winning fights and then getting caught or something. Or, like, he's had, like, the best fight you've ever seen him. And all of a sudden, he just gets clipped. You're like, wow. Um, that happened. With, uh, super close. You know. Yeah. I mean, that happened also with, like, I remember watching. I remember David Michaud. And I love David. Uh, and he was, had to, he was, had, he had a PFL fight. And he was, and, I'm, and Ben came to my show with his wife. And, uh, and Dave, I'm like, Dave, when, when are you going to New Jersey? He's like, oh, I'm going to drive next week and i'm like oh who you going with he's like oh i don't know then, then, you know mike hamill or something or that guy hamill i forgot his name uh yep. and then ben goes no i'll go with you and he's like well you're not but you but don't you have something to do? no no, no I'm, I'm i'm gonna drive down with you to new jersey <laughs> like like just because i asked him like didn't even say like what like i don't know if he was getting paid to do that i was like dude this is a this is a good guy right here man this is a, a solid human being ben henderson Oh yeah. As nice as it come. I mean, just a, a great human and a, a wonderful guy, like go out of his way for anybody. You know what I mean? He'll do anything for anybody. He's in a, a lot of people's corners. He warms people up. Like he'll have a fight on the same card and he corner a fight and then go fight himself, you know, and not just for his wife's fight, the last one, but other people. Yeah. You know, just a great. Was it hard leaving the lab? Yeah. You know, I, I, I love those guys and it was a great team and a, and a wonderful atmosphere and I liked everything about it. Um, it was just kind of a couple of our coaches got an opportunity to train over at fight ready and they had a, an, an excellent, you know, offer to go over there. I don't blame them for, for taking that. Um, and it, it was a point in my career where I just needed to change. I had lost three fights in a row, you know, and it wasn't because I was at the lab. It wasn't anybody else's fault, but my own, but it was a good, opportunity for me to make some changes and that was just one of those you know and it helped me um you know so I, I love those guys I got nothing but respect for for John Crouch and Benson and, and the whole team over there and they continue to have an awesome team they're a great team it's a wonderful gym so you know Phoenix is pretty spoiled with the, the amount of talent there's like there's like 30 gyms there uh it's like it's like Phoenix is like Cougars and swingers and fighters, like like literally, and now John Jones, who we'll see how that fits in. Uh, but but yeah, that's it was crazy. And then Rob Emerson was there, who's the craziest yeah. human being I've ever seen. Rob Emerson, I, I mean, went from being in jail. He never had a fight in his life. He, he went from his first fight out of jail was against Jens Pulver, who was the WEC champion. First fight in, like ever, like. And he went the distance with him. He almost, he almost, he did okay. Yeah. Yeah. Rob's one of my favorite guys, man. Super interesting dude. And another great guy. He goes and corners all the fights and does everything and is the nicest guy in the world and also a complete psycho and will kill somebody with his bare hands. Yeah. He loves, that dude loves violence and, and he's good at it, man. And, and good for him. He's in, he's doing that, uh, Masvidal's no glove MMA thing. Last Oh, perfect. Yeah, of course it is. And then, the, and then my favorite girls are the, uh, the twins, the Lieberger twins, Jocelyn. Yeah. And, uh, they're doing bare knuckle now. Or one of them is. Jocelyn signed for oh. bare knuckle. Yeah. Yeah, like the, that's the funny. It's these two hot twins. I'm pretty sure they're both lesbians. Uh, and their older sister was an adult film star. 
and, and, and the two of them are fighters. Like, like, like they definitely have the coolest parents in the history of parents. Imagine having like three girls and one's a porn star, the two are, les are lesbian fighters. I mean, the whole thing was like, and they're the nicest people. I mean, yeah. the nicest people I've ever met in my life, those twins. Have you, have you ever trained with those girls? Yeah, yeah, they were there when I first came down to the lab. Um, man, and I, I was dating a girl who was a fighter at the same time, and Jocelyn just put it on her. And then literally after practice, like holding the ice bag on her head, she had a nice home around her forehead, <laughs> kicked a tar out of her, and then gave her first aid afterwards. <laughs> and was just <laughs> putting it to her, man. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're awesome. And I know they came uh, – they were back in the lab I saw just to help uh, Maria Henderson. You know, so they're, they're those kind of people too, like just great people. Like, oh, well, I don't really, I'm not trained right now or fighting, but if she's fighting, we'll come in and help her out. Yeah. And then Tracy Cortez is over there, uh, like the hottest chick I've ever seen in my life, aside from my wife, uh, who of course is dating Brian Ortega. I mean, that dude's fucking list of women that he's been with. I don't, I don't even know. I don't look at that guy and be like, oh, I could see why that, I could see why he gets girls, but Halle Berry and, and, uh, and, and then, you know, now this Tracy, it's like, come on. I, I think it's, I think it's the Modelo commercial. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that that's got to be it. Uh, so, uh, the fights this week. Let's go to a little, a little predictions, uh, and then uh, so the fights is, and, and is that what you are right now? You're you're in Arizona. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. So, but Kevin Lee has uh, some news. Has signed with the Eagle Fighting Championship. Khabib <laughs> has an organization uh, and signed Kevin Lee. Um, I'm not really sure what. <laughs> yeah, weight class too. They're doing 165. Oh, that's good. That that's good. I mean, that's good. I, I'm I'm curious to see what. But the, but the first fight is going to be horrible. Uh, they have Bigfoot Silva, who should not be fighting ever again. He's been knocked out nine out of ten times. Is fighting that like that guy who's a kickboxer, who's like the greatest kickboxer like ever. The guy oh. out of Florida. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Tyrone Spong? Yes. He's fighting oh. Tyrone Spong in there. Uh, like, come on. That should not be legal. Like, wh what do we think is going to happen there? Yeah. Uh, Where are these fights happening? Over in Russia somewhere? Yeah, probably Russia or Florida. Only, only places I can think them happening is, uh, so this week we got the Black Beast is fighting on Chris Daukus, uh, who is, used to be a cop out of Philly, uh, and is a badass fighter. Who do we like in this fight? Man, Dawkins is good, but that's uh that's a big test for him. We'll see, man. I I gotta go with Derek Lewis on that one. Because the way he fights, right? Dawkins goes punch for punch with people. And that's yeah. not the guy you want to Good, but people can't submit Derek Lewis. He has the weirdest and best jujitsu I've ever seen. He'll just lay there and then he just stands up all of a sudden. <laughs> it's just he's got uh you know a big round body so i guess it's hard to get submissions on him and hold him in place i don't know Funny, cause I, I i remember one time he was uh someone had him in a rear naked choke and he just got up and then brian stan was the announcer he goes he's doing everything wrong <laughs> but it's working everything he's doing everything wrong uh but yeah there i mean there are certain guys that just have that uh Bilal muhammad stephen thompson man Honestly, I like Bilal Muhammad in this fight. You know, I I really like him. He's a he's a good dude. I uh, trained with him a little bit up at Duke's when I had gone up there a couple of times, um, and and a super good dude and well rounded. 
And I think he can find a way to get it done. That's a hard, obviously Steven Thompson is a hard matchup for anybody. Just like, you know, stylistically, there's not many guys like that fight like him, but uh, that's a super interesting fight. That's gotta be a pick. I don't know what the odds are, but man, that's a hard one to make odds for. I think. Yeah. Cause Steven Thompson, you don't know either, either guys figure him out or they don't. And nine out of 10 times they don't. Uh, Asuncio versus Ricky Simone. Man. How is the Sunsiao going to come back? I mean, he hasn't fought. Has he fought since the Garbrandt fight? No, that was his last fight uh, was the Cody uh, Garbrandt fight. Uh, yeah. He got knocked out. And he lost by Corey Sanhagen before that. He lost to Marlon Morales before that. So he's on a three-fight losing streak. Yeah, he's not young. Um, you know, so, man, Ricky Simone probably get that done, I think. You know, he's a tough guy. He's had some ups and downs, but he's a super tough guy, and he goes for it, so – I think if he gets after him, you know, and I don't know what his game plan is, but you know, I get in there and get in, uh, get in the Sun Sal's face and go for it. I think he can get it. I agree. Cub Swanson, Darren Elkins. <laughs> Man, that's a great fight. What a great matchmaking job that is. You know, like let these two guys go at it. I'm surprised they haven't fought before. Um, <clears throat> being, you know, a combined 100 years old. Yeah. I don't know. How, but. Uh, 37. The, the Elkins is 37 coming over a win over Derek Minner, which was a fight that he was getting the shipping out of him like every other fight he does, and he comes back. Yeah, you know, yeah no guys, kidding, right? Guys get injured just punching him in the face. Cub Swanson's 38, so 37 and 38. They see, both seem older. Yeah, well, they've been around forever, too. Miles on them, especially Elkins. How many times can you get the tar kicked out of you and, and come back? Man, I'd like to see good dudes you know I, I don't really know either one personally but cub swanson seems like a great guy i think guy. get yeah. that done well he's uh he's won two of his last three i think so he's been doing well he was like he's the streakiest fighter i've ever seen in my life he 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 lost to jigga his last fight gija jigger gija and he, and he beat he knocked out daniel pineda he ne- he beat crone gracie that was a big win uh now i think that was crone's last fight then he lost to shane burgos lost to hanato micano lost to frankie edgar Lost to Ortega. So he lost four in a row and then won two out of three. He beat Labov. Uh, he lost it. He got – so he – I mean, he's, he's such a streaky fighter. He's one of those, those guys that like wins seven and loses Yeah. Losses. You're not ashamed of any of those, you know. Um, so I would take him over Elkins. And then finally uh, – well, there's a lot more fights, but uh, Gerald Mearshart, who's the toughest trumpet player in the history of the world, he was a, a, in the band. He was in the band uh, in college, not even in high school, in college band. Saxophone. Yeah. This is the saxophone. The saxophone. I, I told him he should, like, come out there playing it. I mean, imagine that, like, he came out playing the saxophone. Probably maybe the wind, whatever, the, or your air. But I think he would be, like, all these band nerds would, like, he'd be, like, the star of the band, you know? Um, uh, I told him or his, his nickname should be the, the Band Camp Badass. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good, yeah. So he's fighting a guy named Dustin uh, Stolzfuss out of, I think, Iowa, uh, who lost to uh, Rodolfo Vieira, who this guy's a monster, uh, who lost to Kyle Dalkus, and who, who knocked out John Pfeiffer, or John, P- John Pfeiffer back in the day. Uh, who do we like in this one? Hmm. Uh, man, I like Gerald Merchard. I know him personally, so I got a little, you know, I got a little bias there. But um, Gerald is as, as tough as they come. Had the tough loss to Chimaya, but uh, other than that, man, an incredible fighter, well-rounded, and a big guy. 
He's a big guy for that weight class. I don't know much about this other cat. And he said he's out of Iowa, this other guy? Yeah. I, I believe that. Dustin, uh, let me see where he's at. This guy, Dustin. Uh, yeah, I think he is out of Iowa or maybe Michigan. One of those, like, fucking crazy places. Iowa State. Oh, all right. All those fighters come out of. Uh, let me see. Here we go. So, Dustin. Um, what the fuck? No, that was not. Uh, Dustin. Yeah. That's not where you're from, Iowa, are you? Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah. Uh, is that where you grew up? You grew up in Minnesota? Like, Iowa border, yeah. You ever trained with uh, Caitlin Young? I do. I did, yeah. Yeah, a lot. She's a, she's an awesome person, man. Caitlin's great. We've uh, trained together some, cornered fights together and stuff. She's, she's awesome. She is awesome, but whenever I talk to her, I feel like she's, like, looking into my soul. She has like like I feel like I can't bullshit her. She just stares at you, like, like somebody who like I'm. I feel like I'm lying. Even if I'm telling the truth, I feel like I'm talking to her, but I'm lying, and she knows it. Do you have that impression from her? Uh, you know, not that. No, I just know that she can. She kicks like a fuck, like a light heavyweight man. Like anytime I sparred her, I was like, oh no, I don't. You, I don't care that you have a ponytail. We're going hard because like I'm not taking these. She can really fight. She, she's good. She's a great coach, too. She's, she's cool. Why is she single? She's kind of hot, and she's pretty. I mean, she's a pretty girl, and she can fight, and she seems cool. Like, seems I like believe she is not single, but oh. I don't know. Seems like she puts out, right? I mean, I mean, I like a, a, a third date or something, I, you know. She's been a bunch I mean, of stuff, so, yeah. I, I never pursued it that, that so, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, Dustin is from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, which is, by the way, I, I actually went to, I went with Franklin and Marshall, which is all the Amish people live in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Mm. Uh, not a very fun place. Uh, I guess if you're, he does yoga for BJJ. Uh, he does choke and chill. Uh, I don't know what that even is. Uh, mm. like a nice guy. Uh, like a good, he does a lot of things on his Instagram. He's like doing a lot of handstands and hiking. He's like the worst kind of guy. Cause he's like a fighter and he does all this shit. Like he's the kind of chick that would like, will like fuck your girlfriend or at least, at least try, but like act like he's not like, he's, yeah. he has like a beanie on and shit. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Feeding her frozen yogurt and taking her to yoga class and shit. Yeah. Telling her that he, she, she needs to like check her higher energy or something. He's got like hair on his chest. Mm. Uh, well, I don't know, but I hope Gerald Mershart kicks the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because cycling now, I mean, come on. What, what is this? Yoga and cycling and fighting. You can't have everything. You can't, he's a good-looking guy, too. This is terrible. He's definitely on that, that Raya. He's got, like, a weird mustache. Yeah. Well, I'm not there, so. so Anyway, listen. Uh, good luck with your next fight. Thank you, Dan, the hitman, Moret. Nothing but love for you, man. And uh, I'll see you next time I'm in Arizona. Yeah, heck yeah. Look forward to it, brother. Thank you. Thank you more. Take care. Yep.